Hello world, this is Ronald C. Lee Jr. And this is the Transformer Nation podcast where we break in generational curses and mental barriers with real conversations with real people. And um, today, you know, I'm going to really, this is, this is episode two. And I've been prolonging this episode for so long because there's been a lot of things that I've been going through mentally and just at home and with just so many different things on so many different levels, but nonetheless... Um, you know, I'm a perfectionist and I be want things to be right and I want uh, I want a certain sound and I want certain things to have it be how I want it to be. And I just have to really just um just look at things and take a really um introspective look at myself and and examine myself and just say like, you know what, like everything don't have to be perfect, just be me. You know, I was trying to make everything so so crisp, don't point with the music in the right spot and that the right undertone and the production is all right. And, um, you know, because as an artist and, you know, as I really, in a creative, I enjoy that part and I really take pride in that part. And that's the part that I love that I enjoy doing. But I had to understand that this podcast is just not about me, that this is for the masses, it's for the people, it's to create content, the audio experience. And, to, to share my intellectual properties with the world and with the masses. So this episode and from now on, as I, I'll say right now, as from now on, I'm just going to record, you know. I'm just going um, to freely give when, when the spirit leads me to. And I'm just going to let and speak. And it's going to come out how I come out. Um, I'm gonna stumble over some words. I might use some out of context, a lot of different things, but when I feel the spirit to record, I'm gonna record. So it might be three minutes, it might be five minutes, it might be 10, 20, 30. I don't know, but I'm just gonna, you know, be moved and, and open up. You know, I'm a very, contrary to popular belief, I'm a very introverted person. You know, I, I'd rather be to myself. I go out and speak, you know, I speak all across the country, different high schools, colleges, prisons, juvenile detention centers, churches, pretty much anywhere where people will listen to me speak at and I really go serve in the community. But it's like, you know, I'm passionate about that. I love that. So I go do it and it's not like a job. But outside of that, I like to be, you know, home to myself with my family and away from everything so I like to you know be be to me so you know I I took a few notes and I just wanted to give a you know a a transparent update on me and um, what I've been going through since the last episode and uh, you know some of the things that I've been dealing with and um, the first thing that I wrote down was about mental health you know um, for me it's you know, I deal with, you know, I hate putting labels on things because then it's like you really become, you know, like that. But, you know, just for the sake of understanding that, and I understand the label doesn't necessarily, putting a title on something doesn't necessarily label me. You know, my actions and my deeds and who I am as a person on a daily basis is what people see, you know. But nonetheless, um, for me, I deal with depression. PTSD and anxiety, and I'll break a few of them down. With depression with me, it's like, um, 
I'm an overachiever. I have supreme confidence in myself and my capabilities. Right? So I'm a winner. So I expect to win every day. You know, every day that I go to sleep, I go to sleep reflecting on my day, thinking about my victories or my losses. I, I tally them up. I look, what did I do? Did I waste time or did I uh, focus my energy? Um, you know, did I, did I accomplish goals? You know, all those things. And um, so when I, when, I, when I feel that I don't meet my expectations, you know, it kind of sent me spiraling down into a depression. And also just being, you know, like away from, you know, my family where I moved at living in Houston now. And um, just being a new father, a new, a new husband, um, my sister with us, so we taking care of her. And just, you know, being everything that I am, running businesses, building a brand, serving the community, being a mentor, a brother, just being all these things, it started it weigh on you, you know, when it, it get heavy. And that kind of sent me into, you know, a little state of depression where I don't want to really be bothered. I don't really want to do nothing. I get in the slump. And, you know, when I get in those, those feelings and those moods, I, I'm at a place now where I can identify for what it is and then work my way out of it, you know? So I might read a, a book that, um, something that I usually wouldn't read or I do something that I usually don't do, you know? Go out to, force myself to get up, to go out to a museum or just to the park or, you know, even to just the grocery store just to get, you know, some, some fresh fruit and, and something to eat, you know, to nourish my body and just to get out and to breathe and to move. Um, it always helped me, but I've learned to, you know, identify it and, and, and get myself out of it with, with activities and just being with my wife, being with my daughter, just, just feeling and being present instead of being stuck in that slump, just be present and just look at life for what it is. Like right now I'm sitting on my, my patio and, you know, uh, the pool right here, you got birds chirping, I, it's, it's like nature and it's, 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 it's soothing, you know, and once I take my mind off everything and just get present, become one with nature and, and feel, you know, um, that always lifts me up out of it. And, uh, and then prayer and meditation, you know, another two practices that I use to, to get me out of it. And then uh, another thing is I like, I create. So I might write something or I might, you know, um, um, have a conversation with somebody I create, use that energy and use that pain and capture it and, um, and turn it into art, you know, in a creative way. Um, and then with PTSD, um, you know, I, I've been, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago on the south side, Inglewood, 63rd and Damon, that area. Went to school on the low end at Woodson. Um, 
lived in the Hunnets on the 104th by Racine, by Julian. Um, and really just been dealing with, with death and losing, like, my homies, my close friends since I was, like, 13, 14 years old. So, you know, that's always something that's, um, that's painful because I'm still losing, losing homies to this day, like, of the last 30, 30 days, you know, lost a homie and a friend and somebody that I grew up with that I knew, that I hung with, you know, and, and um, so it's, it's, it's painful you, 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 you start to like, I'm real shelled off even though I'm far away from home, I'm still affected by all the violence that's going on in the city in Chicago. And that really, um, it, 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 it affects me. I don't know if I said that already, but it affects me in, in, in a lot of different ways because, you know, when you growing up in, it's like a war zone. And when every day you, you, you in fear that you could lose your life, you know, that's, that's scary. That's, that's traumatizing. You know, that's depressing. They give you anxiety. You know, it's all those things. And then when it happens continuously and so regularly, it becomes normal. So then you start to normalize it. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I normalize these things. And then I went to prison and I was in jail around violent, you know, offenders and the murderers and the robbers. And, you know, that environment alone, you know, the prison system is designed to break you mentally, you know, so just so you could submit and just become that. So going through that, so going from, you know, dealing with, with, with murder at such a young age and seeing so much violence and just shootouts and just getting shot at and just being around that, the gang life in the streets in Chicago, you don't even gotta be in a gang to be, you know, involved in it. You just pretty much gotta stay in the poor neighborhood and, um, you know, you'll be a product of it, you'll, you'll feel it, you'll experience it. Um, and even if you don't stay in a poor neighborhood, if you got some family or somebody that's there, you feel it. You know, you're exposed to it. And um, the fortunate thing for me was I was able to get out of that and see. So look at it from the outside and be like, you know, right now I'm I'm chilling. And, you know, a three-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight to Chicago is, you know, like an active war zone in some of these communities. And, um, you know, the community where I'm from, that's one of them. You know, and I don't want to get too specific on which one it is and all that. If you know, you know. But, you know, it's going down right now. So, 
you know, to, to be able to get out of it is what really, um, like, saved me mentally and gave me my that true that true peace and that happiness that I was always seeking. You know, it um, helped me get grounded and just let me see that 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 wasn't normal, that that wasn't life. You know that that everybody doesn't live like that. And um, but by me going through so much, dealing with so much death and normalizing it, I kind of um, it's 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 internally on the inside, so I never really released that pain and those emotions. I'm, I was numb to it. So now that I'm it, it comes out, it sneaks up on me, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, like, I don't like being in crowds. It's just so much I'm always watching everybody, and it's just like I shouldn't be living and feel like that. Of, and and I'm not living that life, and, you know, I'm not putting emitting that energy and that frequency into the, into the universe. You know, I'm being righteous in my walk. And my faith, so you know, I don't warrant that type of energy. So by me worrying about it, I'm I'm creating it, you know. And um, when you create it, you have to live it. As crazy as it sounds, I know I just said you know a lot, but yeah, when you create it, you live it. It becomes real to you. you know, your perception is reality. So. And then anxiety, you know, like um, my wife, she got a psychology degree, so she says it's more um, stress because I work so much. I put a lot, you know, on my shoulders. As a man, I carry a lot on my shoulders. So she say the stress is what lead to the anxiety. So I, I more or less just say a little stress. You know I, mean? I take her word for it. My, my beautiful wife, Talicia Lee, that I always talk about and I'm always with that I love. And um, so that's with my the mental health where I've been at, and um, and to segue into you know the next more thing is with pressure and dealing with it and releasing it, you know. So when you I, I'm under a lot of pressure a lot of times because I put myself under pressure because I'm pushing myself to get to that next level. So I'm really pushing my my, my myself to the extreme. You know, like, I I know how hard I could go. I know how far I could go. Nobody else can push me, you know. I'm doing well in everybody's eyes, you know. So I have to be able to push myself. And um, so I put a lot of pressure on myself. But the pressure, it busts pipes, but it also makes diamonds as well. So I put the pressure on myself because I know what I am. And I know I could take it. But I also know how to release the pressure and just be human. Just be, you know, like, just just do nothing. You know, like, we have to learn how to, some days, you know, I know you want to get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. You know, we live in this microwave society and everybody, like, sleep when you die. That mentality, but rest is very, very important. And... You know, sometimes you might just have to rest for a day, two days, three days, four days, a week. Put yourself in the situation financially and 
to where you could just, you know, take off for a week and don't do nothing. Do whatever you want to do and just relax. Even if it's just sleep in bed and eat fast food, whatever it is. You know, if you putting pressure on yourself and you're working hard and you want to go, then you deserve you deserve that. Your body deserves it, your mind, everything, your spirit, your soul. Give it some rest. So I know how to release it. You know, I might just, I wake up and say I'm taking a day off. Man. I'm not taking, you know, business over with. I'm laying around with my daughter all day watching cartoons and, and ABC movies. Talking to her and playing with her, going on walks and having affirming conversations, letting listen to her talk back, just babble at me. So, you know, I that's what I do to release it. Just get, like I said, I always go back to the get present. A lot of times we live in the past and the future. We never really be present. So we always thinking about what happened. What you've been through, what you, what you saw, the past, and then we always worried about the future. What's gonna happen? What I'm gonna do? What is you know? But we never really just be present and just look at where we are and like, and really just when you just sit back and, and, and look at the essence of things, when you just stop everything you're doing, you, you could just close your eyes and just. Take a deep breath and breathe and just feel the moment, like just feel like God is in everything. It's the universe, we all connected divinely. So just feel it and get in tune, you know, and allow everything to just rest. Don't worry about the past, don't worry about the future, just right now nothing else exists but the moment you know and get to that point and, and and go to that place often you know i make it a habit to to reset every day you know so before i go to bed i reset so i meditate take my mind off everything else and just focus we got a ceiling fan. I just focus in on the sound on the ceiling fan and just allow my mind to just ease and just really just focus on the ceiling fan, that sound, and just drift away. Get the best sleep ever. I sleep well every night until my daughter gets to waking up in the middle of the night kicking. She sleep wild. But other than that, we... It's peaceful because I, I reset. So every day I release all that pressure. And I get up and I go. Get up and I go. So um, that's with pressure. And, um, you know, because if you don't re- release the pressure, you uh, it that's what, that's the, them are the type of things that lead to creative blocks. That was one of the, the, the notes, so I, you know, I'm working on my segways. Yeah, so that's the segue into the next topic: the creative blocks. And 
you know, when you, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as, you know, uh, a writer, whatever it is that you do, uh, you know, you get those creative blocks where you just can't really create how you want to or you can't, you know, you just can't pick it up. And like, so what I do is I go do something different. I go create something different. Or I go read something different. So I might, or I might, I just, I might just go out, get a canvas, and just paint some abstract, whatever colors I feel, and just, just paint whatever it is. And when, when I do that, it like unlock my mind, get get over that creative block, and then it open up to me to everything else. So I now I could focus on studying for this speech and. And, and, and working on my cadence and create this 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 beat or this this new music or play with my voice with different sounds and melodies and harmonies and different octaves and keys and, you know really just you know perfect my craft so um I always go to something different and and it it always opened me up man do different things so just just get a lot of hobbies and, and dibble in them and, and, and play with them like use your time wisely like you got to think it's sometimes we sit on social media for hours out of the day you know watching different videos and different things like if you just unplug from those things and just create something just be a kid get a coloring book you know get a puzzle something you know and just building and just exercise your mind. Your mind is the your strongest muscle in your body. So you make sure you, you really exercising your mind on a daily basis. And for me, it's creating. I like to create. I like to read and I like to create. You know, and um, create art in different forms. So whether it's this, the written, the audio, the visual, you know, uh, any of the above, something in my hands, t-shirts, clothes, design, and something of that nature. And um, so, like with, with the creatively doing new things, with so we working on. Um, I'm working on a project. I don't really want to give it a title yet. So it's. It's kind of like spoken word mixed with preaching, mixed with uh, rap, and mixed with soul and R&B. It's just jazz. It's just a collective of sounds that you know that that I am that I've been exposed to and that I like, and just bringing them all together. And um, I'm going to share a snippet of of one of the the songs at the end of this episode. So, to to fill you in, but it's it's, it's nice, it's a vibe. And it's, um, I used to be in a band when I was in, like, um, middle school, got in the band in high school, so musically I always been that's always been in my soul and then at one point in my life 
like probably so many black men in America or just men in America, the people in America now, I want to say, you know, I had aspirations of being a rapper, you know, so I, and, and in jail, when I, when I was in jail and I was in prison, I used to write raps and that's how I used to release the pain, duh, like I used to just get it out. So I did it creatively, you know, and I spoke about, you know, the things that I was seeing and I was doing and, you know, I released some of those soon and you could go matter of fact you could look up um go to ronald c lee jr on youtube and uh check out some of the videos that i got on there and i got a, a spoken word piece that i wrote in prison that's, that's recorded it's real raw and gritty you know you will like it um it's in black and white you will like it it's dope so go to ronald c lee jr on YouTube, subscribe, you know, like, comment, but um, just go look through some of those videos and you will be able to get a, you know, a feel of some of the things that I, that I do and some of my speaking engagements and just my art and different things. And um, kind of to wrap it up and uh, to close it, um, just like my family focus, I really been um, you know focusing on like my family for a while. I was trying to build up everything and everybody, and um, I wasn't really pouring into. I was putting all that energy out, um, and I was throwing it, and it was it was falling on deaf ears and, and blind eyes. So, you know, I, I refocused on my family, on me and my family. And um, just really building my wife and building my sister and, and, and really raising my daughter, like getting more active, even more active. I'm, I'm with her every day, but just getting more active, like doing more things with exposing more things and, and you know, teaching her the commands and sequences. And, you know, just, it's just, just being a father in a nutshell. And, um, and, you know, my, I got two of my youngest sisters, they moving down here with us soon and, um, before the school year starts for sure. And that's adding to my plate and my responsibility of things that I got to do. But it's my family, it's my sisters, you know, just a better situation down here for them and, not even get to any details or anything, but they'd be able to live a better life here. And so just really fam focusing on my family and getting them involved and putting all that energy that I was putting into everybody else, putting more of that into the people that's in my house, my wife, my sister, my daughter, and my other sister that's going to be down here soon. And also my mother and my father and my grandmother, you know, just keeping those bonds tight and, and, and those relationships strong. So the music coming up, you're going to see more of that. You're going to hear more, um, more audio. I, like I said, I'm going to podcast more. I'm going to deliver more messages. Um, I do want to make sure I stay. I, I, kind of stick to the course and I know this is the end of the episode 
but nonetheless, it's still going on and you still listening if you're here right now. So I want to do a quote of the day and a word of the day. And um, the quote of the day is going to be, it's not going to be that long, but it's something that I wrote in my notes. And I got my notes right here. I'm just going through them. This is something I wrote a few days ago, and um, I think it, you know, with a resident, I don't even know if it was really a complete thought. But it, it goes by saying, we must shift our percep- we must shift our perceptions of ourselves. Tap into your imagination and create the ideal life that you desire. Nothing or no one can get in between you and your goals unless you grant them the power to do so. You cannot control the things that happen outside of you, but you do have full control over the way you respond and react to those very things. And I wrote that a few days ago just while I was riding. Um... Um, in between meetings, and I pulled over in a parking lot, just brainstorm, just just really killing some time. And I had kind of like got that thought, so I put it down. And um, I don't know what I'm going to create from what it's going to be, but I had just put it down. And when I saw it, I just was like, yeah, that's something that I want to share with the, with the people. And then I also do a word. So... When I was in prison, I used to get a new read. I used to get, I got the dictionary, and I would learn a new word every day. So every day I would read, get a new word, write down a definition, recite it a few times, and then use it in a sentence three times out the day in the conversation with somebody. So, and that's how I was able to build my vocabulary and it really helped me, you know, it just opened up my mind more. I'm, I'm all about unlocking your mind, opening up more, learning more, growing more, having more knowledge. I'm addicted to information and knowledge. And so the word I want to use is serendipitous and it's an adjective. It means occurring or discovered by chance in a happy or beneficial way. And to use in a, sen- a sentence, it'd be like, um, that was a very serendipitous meeting that we had today. I wasn't even supposed to be at that place. And, and on that note, we're closing out. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure you go to RonaldCLeeJr.com and um, check out the store. Get a copy of Transformation, the book. Oh, that's, and I was supposed to go over the book and go into it, but, you know, things shifted. We went in a different direction. This way what it is. I'm taking a new approach. So this was about 31 minutes. This episode was kind of a little bit long. You know, like I said, some days I'm just going to let the spirit lead me and I'm just going to go. Some episodes might be shorter, real quick thoughts. I don't know. Like I said, right now I'm not even in with the studio equipment or with the mic or nothing. I'm just on my phone on the patio, and um, I just let just spoke. So 
Um, make sure you stay tuned in. Like, subscribe. Make sure you go check me out everywhere. You can just Google. Go to Google. Put in Ronald C. Lee Jr. And then just check me out and share. And um, share this with the world. Share this information with the world.